0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Happy what day of the week is it? Tuesday? Today is yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. 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 All
1: day until midnight. It's funny how that works, but the, every day.
0: You know, we're getting closer to the elimination of Title 42, which is Thursday. And mm-hmm. every day the stories get more uh, threatening, more ominous. Uh, I just saw a picture this morning, Bill, of tens of thousands of people on a road they've already entered in Brownsville, Texas. Yeah, that drone footage that was shot. Yeah, amazing stuff. And uh, I don't know where this is going. But, you know, when MSNBC starts doing stories about the border, you know that uh, it's a serious story. Here's a report from MSNBC just yesterday
2: more now joining us is texas democratic congressman henry quay our congressman thank you for being here julia just gave us a glimpse of the current challenges at the border right now border officials say they expect the number of migrants crossing daily could double when the covid border restrictions lift next week what needs to happen before then to prevent complete chaos
3: Well, you know, there are some things in plan that I I, I support. Uh, I just believe that it's a little too late to implement them. But nevertheless, there will be some things that will be in place that should slow that uh, down. But I think next week and this week, we're seeing just large numbers because there's a lot of people already in the pipeline that is passing through Mexico, passing through other countries that we have. And listen, I, 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 I live on the border. I don't just go visit over there. I hear the reasons why people want to come across. But keep in mind that asylum law says it has got to be persecution by a state. Just because they're desperate or they don't have a job or there might be crime in a particular area that's not a reason to uh, to be allowed into the u.s so so we got to understand what the laws are right now and i will tell you one thing i live here on the border my father came in from guerrero Tamaulipas. he came the legal way became a legal resident became a naturalized citizen they did it the right way like a lot of hispanics did down here in south texas and i can tell you people are getting upset people are getting concerned by what they're seeing. This are first generation uh, Hispanics have been down there and what they're seeing is people just jumping in, coming in, uh, in any way that they want to, just crossing uh, the, the border uh, without any disregard or re- regard to what the laws are. And, and it's getting a lot of my constituents uh, very upset and concerned. I can go to church, I can go to, to a store, it doesn't matter where I go, People will come in and talk to me because they're concerned. And there's a lot... They're not right-wingers. These are just sure. normal individuals that want to talk to me about this issue.
2: Well, then, I mean, I, I do wonder if some of these people who are coming across the border know what the legal way is to get into the border. We've, we've told so many stories about their desperation and their their journeys through uh, just incredible, incredible ter- terrain and all the, the challenges they faced along the way. I, I wonder if there's more you think the Biden administration should be doing, could be doing right now to help the border community? Communities that you represent.
3: Well, you know they, they've done some good things. Uh, some of the things that some of us have been talking for the last two years. Like I, I what? think there's. Some good- Well, for example, processing centers, like they're going to be set up in Guatemala and Colombia where people can make those requests over there. Uh, They're doing some work uh, with Panama, Colombia, the agreement to slow down people on the Darien Gap so they don't make this dangerous uh, trek over here. Um, And again, you know, there's a new rule that's coming into place uh, that basically says if they do put it uh, into place before May 11th, that basically says if you come in between ports of entry, we're going to send you back do it through the app or come through the uh, a port of entry and do it the right way instead of, of, of just coming in. It's look, it's like if you invite me to dinner at your house and you say, Henry, I'll see you there at six o'clock, and then I decide to show up six hours early, I decide to come through the back door, I decide to come through a window, and I decide to bring 20 of my cousins uh, to uh, come to dinner, you would be the first one to say, hey, slow down, let's do this uh, the right way. And that's what we're seeing at the border. I live here. I don't just come and visit. I can tell you my border communities don't like what we're seeing down here at the border. We as Democrats can have law and order and still respect the immigrants' values because my parents are values, but we got to have some sort of law and order at the border.
2: I think everybody can agree with that. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is at the border right now. Do you have confidence in Secretary Mayorkas?
3: I do, you know, I, I do. I, I just uh, think that there were other forces, and I'll leave it like that. That were holding them back, holding uh, the career people like Troy Miller and like Raúl Ortiz and other, you know, the Border Patrol chiefs that we have down there. What are we the have forces
2: holding patrol- them back?
3: it's a white house they're, 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 i mean quite honestly there were some staffers at the white house that i stopped talking to the white house i just talked to homeland because their perspective was very different from our perspective it was okay to try to bring in as many people but i always say look i believe in immigration but when is enough enough uh and, and that's what some of us at the border are saying and can't we do this in that orderly process y- yes you know i believe in immigration uh, and I want to see people come in, but we got to do it the right way. Just having people streaming into our communities, the way we're seeing, I mean, you know, we got communities that are very concerned. And it's not only the urban areas, but you talk to one of my ranchers, one of my landowners, and they tell you that at nighttime, you know, there it's not the old, do- the old days uh, where you can live in a, in a ranch and, and, and a small little piece of land and feel secure, they're worried about what's happening down I there at the you. border. I hear you,
2: but respectfully, Congressman, it is the U.S. Congress that has the power to change immigration law, and that hasn't happened in decades. It's been something multiple administrations have been trying to grapple with for decades. The system is broken, and well, you well, could be part of that solution.
3: Yeah, but let let me tell you this, you know, it's very easy for people uh, to say the system is Broken. Uh, let, let, let me tell you this. I agree. You know, I I believe in full immigration reform, but there are a lot of book, a lot of things on the books right now. You know, what do we mean by the system is broken? It just basically what I think we can enforce the law, we can put policies in place, uh, and 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 it's just just saying that the system is broken is an easy way to not doing uh, doing what we need to do at the border and working with other people, uh, other countries like Mexico, Guatemala, and other folks I want to work with, you know, I agree. I I support immigration reform. uh, But just to say, quote, the system is broken, uh, is an easy way out to not doing what we need to do at the border. And that is provide law and order at the border and still respect the dignity of the uh, the immigrants that have legitimate, I emphasize, legitimate uh, claims.
2: I really appreciate your perspective. Thank you so much for your time.
0: That's uh, Henry Cuellar. He's a Democrat from Texas. I think it's interesting what he said about uh, they've done some good things. They've set up some uh, some clearinghouses in Guatemala, okay, which makes it easier. Some processing uh, areas in Guatemala so that that makes it easier for them to get across the border. Uh, he says he thinks they should do it the right way, by going through at the checkpoints, at the, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the designated locations. The right way isn't going across at those checkpoints. The right way is to uh, apply like most people from other countries do to enter this
1: country. Well, you know, I got a question. You know, let's back this whole process up. I mean, it's it's great that we have a country that people aspire to get into and still do, even after everything that's going on. But, you know, with the floodgates open, I you know, if I were the president of a foreign country, I wouldn't be sweeping out the masses of population uh, just because, well, they want to go to another country. I'd be going, what do I have to do to make my country better to where people want to come to us where we can prosper off of them? So what's... What's the real story here? Uh, The real story is,
0: in my opinion, the Democrats realize that they need to beef up their ranks. So what they're doing is they're flooding the country with illegal immigrants. And when they're in the country, after a while, their scheme is, I believe, to have a blanket amnesty for all the illegals that already are in the country. And once they are given the amnesty, it will include citizenship and then hopefully they will all vote Democratic.
1: Yeah, and that's that would be the plan from here because I agree with that. But what's in it for Guatemala to let all these people just willy-nilly come over? Money. And they're pushing them out. Money. So who's giving it to them, us? Yes,
0: of course. No, and not only that, I would submit that a lot of the people that are coming across, and they said it, Uh, In that report we just talked about about Brownsville and and the long lines of people, they said that the majority of the people in that uh, crowd, in that long line, were single military-aged males. Military-aged
1: males. So in other words, we're overthrowing our own country.
0: Absolutely. We have Chinese nationals coming in. We have Iranians coming in. We have Ukrainians coming into the country through our southern border.
1: So, in other words, we're making this the multicultural center of uh, the globe. We are going to not be the United States anymore. We are basically going to be a country uh, of United Nations all together under one roof. Bill, I can't give you the exact figure, but I did hear that we have let
0: into the country uh, a, a significant amount of people who are on the terror watch list. Yeah. We've let terrorists into the country. I mean, uh, what is going on? I don't understand something. I don't understand why the people in charge of our government right now who are allowing this to happen are not arrested for treason. Because they they raised their right hand and they vowed to protect and defend our country from enemies both foreign and domestic.
1: Anybody that runs against them, and even the polls say, well, maybe Trump should be indicted, but he still should be president again. He's the only one that can fix things. Well, number one, I got a problem with the indictments because the charges don't hold water, but when you got left-leaning judges and everybody taking, you know, hearsay and turning it into, oh, there's a fact for you. No, it's somebody pulling something out of their their posterior backside, you know, they, yeah. I'm sorry, but
0: you can't convict well, somebody that you way. You have now. to look to the poll, too. We're talking about ABC and the Washington Post. Oh, two, yeah. Two liberal polls. And even with those liberal polls, they have to admit that Trump is kicking Biden's derriere. You
1: know? Yeah, they do. And, you know, there is nobody out there. Now, what is the left trying to do against Trump now? They still want to get an indictment. And even with an indictment, it doesn't mean he can't run. But well, what can stop him, and it's the dark money, and it came from the left, this story. It's coming from the left that the dark money is set to take Trump off the ballot in blue states.
0: But even even that uh, is a long shot. But listen to this. Julie Kelly was on the Jesse Kelly podcast over the weekend. Mm-hmm. She's an investigative reporter, and she says they're, the stage is set to arrest President Trump and take him off the uh, playing field right up to the election. Listen.
3: What do you want to call him? Give me a name. Give me a Whites name. White supremacist and white supremacist. White and white right stand back and stand by.
1: Okay, Julie, explain that Donald Trump might go to prison. How long are these guys going to prison?
4: Well, the, as I said, some of them have already been in jail since their arrest in early 2021. The uh, potential prison sentence for both seditious conspiracy and obstruction of an official proceeding are 20 years apiece. Oh. But Jesse, that that clip of Donald Trump was the first clip that Assistant U.S. Attorney Connor Monroe played in his closing arguments last week. I went to D.C. to cover the closing arguments. That was the first clip that he played. Not clips of Proud Boys involved in violence or committing seditious conspiracy, but that clip, and that is going to be the starting point for this DOJ and special counsel, Jack Smith, um, to pursue a similar indictment. As we've already talked about, Jesse, the obstruction count is probably coming, other conspiracy charges, tampering with evidence. Of course, they're also investigating classified documents handling, but this poses the gravest legal threat to Donald Trump because of the nature of this offense seditious conspiracy.
1: Dang. Julie, give it to us right between the eyes. They wouldn't actually put Donald Trump in prison, right? A former president, you don't think they'll go that far, right?
4: I absolutely do. And I'll go even deeper between the eyes, Jesse. When he is indicted for, if he's indicted of seditious conspiracy, which I think uh, the chances of that just increase tremendously today, I can see Jack Smith seeking pretrial detention for Donald Trump, which is exactly what they've done in every defendant who's been charged with seditious conspiracy. So now they have a precedent for these courts to sign off on pretrial detention orders, meaning denied bail. You will be held in prison until your trial commences. Um, I've watched these judges and prosecutors more than anyone on this side, Uh, you know, but nothing will surprise me. And in fact, I'm sure they're just chomping at the bit right now, waiting to present this information to the grand jury, seeking seditious conspiracy indictment, and then shockingly seeking to keep Donald Trump in jail Particularly as he's campaigning for president, pretending that he poses a grave, uh, you know, a a, a a security risk to the American people, as he's campaigning and facing these very serious charges.
1: Surely, this country is going to come apart if that happens, right? Or am I overstating it?
4: I mean, I don't know, Jesse. I, but, uh, I mean, aside from you and a few other commentators, and this is a day I really will miss Tucker as well. No one on our side is paying attention to this. No one cares. They think the Proud Boys are domestic terrorists and that they deserve what happened to them. Trust me, they did not. Uh, this is a horrible travesty for these defendants and especially their family members, but this creates a real uh, a slippery slope for the country overall. Will the country fall apart or come apart if Donald Trump is indicted on this? I mean, I don't know. Where are the fighters on our side? We are so outnumbered and so outgunned, it's just hard for me to predict the reaction when that happens.
0: Julie Kelly with Jesse Kelly on his podcast over the weekend. Um, it, it, I don't know if you heard this or not, but one of the uh, the Proud Boy leaders was, mm-hmm. was sentenced to 14 years in jail for his participation in January 6th. And, and a lot of people will say, this is ridiculous. These people didn't do anything. There are murderers in jail for less time then this guy got for,
1: uh, January 6th murderers, rapist. And, you know, I always thought the law was written to be beyond a reasonable doubt. In other words, right. reasonable doubt. Now, uh, when, when you talk about seditious conspiracy, well, you know, take seditious, you know, you're inciting something, you incite something, um, uh, was Trump inciting anybody he didn't encourage no, no. anybody to do anything violent so that is a misrepresentation of the speech and it's a narrative that the media and the left democrats have said because if you but listen I, to the damn speech that he gave beforehand you know he he didn't say to go out and and do anything no. that they're accusing anybody every out. single thing
0: about January 6th has been an exaggeration
1: or a boldface lie. Okay, it's been a boldface lie by the take, left, and they take they take a speech and they condense it down to just the words that they want. They cut it right there because then we don't let that speech finish. Maybe you
0: can explain this to people who aren't in broadcasting what they actually do when they want the perfect clip. Bill, what do yeah, they you, do? Uh,
1: well we edit it. This is what we do. We can sit there. I can take any sentence that you give me. Now I had used to have to do it with a blade and a piece of tape. Now okay. I can do it digitally. If, I can make you say if anything. I say if I say this government needs to be changed,
0: but it has to be done in a legal and proper manner. What would you do with that line?
1: Well, I would take out that this government has to be changed, and I would find some other language somewhere. Where you, uh, you would say, we have to. And I've put it all together to where I'm making it to where you're inciting something that you, and it's not what you said at so all. So you
0: would say, you would take the part that says, this government needs to be changed. You keep and that would, part and you get
1: rid of the part that says, but in a legal and, and law abiding fashion. That would be fashion. gone. That yeah. would be gone. And I would, if I could find anywhere where I, I found something that you said in any speech that said, Yes. No, we have to do. And then, boom, you, you put that line in. And su- I just made you a criminal.
0: It would support the first line, the first part of the sentence. No, you're absolutely correct. That's what they do on the left. If you watch the January 6th uh, hearing, that, that joke of a hearing that they had a few months ago with uh, Liz Cheney and Company, it was a blatant lie. Friends, when you see them saying President Trump was sending them off to the Capitol to cause, cause trouble, everybody who was watching him speak heard him say, now peacefully and patriotically." the two words that get edited out of every darn uh, clip that the mainstream media plays of that. You know, it, it is a lie.
1: But they will put him in jail for that. You watch. Yeah, and you know what? They save every, every time there's a speech and a hot mic. You know, you might be standing back somewhere going, yeah, well, we got to get to the bottom of this, but we're going to sit there and yeah. talk about this tonight in our speech. Somebody's rolling tape on that, and they're going to take every little outtake, and yeah. they're going to save it, and they're going to put it on an archive drive. And see, that's the other thing I have problems with, you know, because – They go well. Somebody leaked a phone conversation. Really? Uh, Last time I checked, that was illegal. Well, they're doing it all the time. Look, look
0: what they're doing to Tucker right now. Everything, everything that Tucker ever done off mic that had.
1: A mic around was recorded, apparently. Well, you should have known it was a hot mic. Well, I should have known there was an idiot there because if I did, I would have decked him in the parking lot. Yeah, I'd say that because, you know what, somebody that is that much of a creep to troll you to take what you say and change it and manipulate it and use it to hurt you. And what's interesting
0: is what people don't realize. Let's say Tucker is doing his program from his satellite studio in Maine, and he has one up near his home in Maine. He has a satellite studio where he can do his show and be uh, at his summer retreat, right? that He has that. So let's say he's up there and he's getting ready to do his show and he's talking to his people and having a relaxed conversation, uh, thinking that nobody's recording anything. It's not just the people in New York who can hear him. You know, I say New York. That's where they're recording the show uh, at Fox uh, headquarters at the broadcast center, but... There's a lot of places, a lot of hops along the way where they can intercept what he's saying, satellite operations and things like that, that can listen in to the conversation and record. So it's not, people may say, well, who who recorded Tucker in those private conversations? There's, There's a number of people who could have done it, is what I'm saying. Not just the people in the satellite location or in the headquarters, but there are it's, it's like an open signal along the way that people can listen into.
1: Yeah, you might be pr- transmitting something on a private, privately licensed frequency. Right. Case in point, I'll encloak here. When I used to do radio and there used to be concerts and I didn't have sponsorship or anything, my competitor did, and they would go out and they would do interviews of the, the top rock artists before the big show. Sure. You know, and so what I would do, I was sitting there going, oh, we have a shared frequency Roll tape on that. And I would sit there and say, okay, you got the interview. You got the answers. Rewrite the questions and get it on before them. And guess what? <laughs> we had the interview. Yes. You know, and uh, you know. Bill, is
0: somebody knocking on your studio door?
1: I <laughs> know, I'm just kidding. Well, no, no, no. I no. know. But, you know, I mean. Yeah. But that was, that. you know, because we were in guerrilla warfare. Do you think that politics is not guerrilla warfare? Oh, of course. You know, the end result is what i make you think it's manipulation of your mind and that's what's going on and now from my point of view it irks me because i sit there and i i know what's going on i see it and i can't do anything about it but do this podcast right and try to get you to step back and go wait a minute and, and well here's a key in today today's age anybody that has a podcast mm-hmm. anybody that does news media they're not reporting the news They're giving you their thoughts and opinions, and that's why, you know, we're called influencers. We're trying to influence the way you think. I'm trying to influence you to step back and look at the news. That is what I want you to do. Yes, I have a conservative right lean, but I don't say take my word for it. I say find out, and don't listen to the left necessarily. Find out
0: for yourself. As our friend Glenn Beck would say, do your own homework. Do your own, which I think is a great yeah. line. Do your own homework. Don't just take our word or or the word of people on television. Uh, investigate yourself. Look around because there's so much that isn't being told to us about so many different things. Before I forget, I wanted to play one other clip. Uh, getting right. back, getting back to the border situation. I know we're kind of hopping right. around here a bit, but That's uh, okay. Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas. Uh, He's been kind of put in a difficult situation. Uh, He's deploying um, the Texas tactical uh, group, border tactical group. And uh, here's what he had to say.
5: So what we are doing is we are deploying today a a new Texas tactical border force uh, made up of elite National Guard who are specifically trained for one thing, Uh, and that is to identify areas uh, where illegal immigrants are trying to cross the border and to fill that gap and to repel them, to deny them access to entry into the United States. They can do it one of several ways. Uh, They can physically turn back Uh, those who are trying to cross the border illegally. Also, they were building uh, immediate Constantino wire uh, border barriers to prevent people from coming across the border. You saw an early iteration of this back in December when you saw long lines of people trying to cross into El Paso. Uh, In a matter of 24 hours, the National Guard built a Constantino wire uh, border barrier and it stopped that inflow immediately. We're using strategies like that up and down the border to identify locations where the cartels are trying to smuggle people across the border and put a stop to it.
0: But it's still only 1,500 people, 1,500 soldiers, and we're talking about tens of thousands of people coming across the border. And now they have Black Hawk helicopters and things like that, but what can they really do? I mean, uh, the Constantino wire is good, that's barbed wire, but uh, is that it,
1: essentially? I don't know what fifteen hundred people can do. I mean, um, they're, they're, it, it, unless they got something in their hands, and then I'm not, you know, I'm not you know, mm-hmm. for a massacre down there, but I am saying that we have to sit there and we got to close up and shore up that border. and uh, we've got to get to the bottom of this immigration problem. We cannot let another soul cross that line until we have a handle on this.
0: I listened to a report yesterday from a couple of border ranchers, and these are women. And one of them is actually, I believe, uh, the wife of uh, a handicapped uh, ranch owner. He can't really protect the ranch, so it's in her hands. Another woman, I believe, was a widow. But both of them are armed, and both of them Mm -hmm. have said that if they're threatened, they won't hesitate to use their weapon. My question is, will our government arrest the Americans for protecting themselves will they arrest the ranchers for firing on the uh, illegals that uh, come across uh, their property they said that they had actually in one of the cases put up metal coverings on the windows so that they close and you lock so that they couldn't come in one of the children couldn't sleep at nighttime because because she was afraid that somebody was going to come into her bedroom She was that, that afraid. They're coming, walking through the yards of these ranches all the time. People don't realize what these ranchers on the border have to deal with. And we're being abandoned by our government, by Joe Biden and Carmela Harris and the people in Washington who are responsible for protecting our country. They're failing us. They're failing those ranchers. And I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I keep thinking in the back of my mind, you know, this is Texas. There's an attitude in Texas that a lot of states don't understand. They're very independent people. They take pride in that independence, and uh, they take pride in their history. You know, the Texas Rangers and things like that. Uh, Are we going to see a situation where ranchers get together on horses with guns and start firing on these people who are coming across and invading their property? I mean, is that what's going to happen? Is that what is being forced on these people right now by our government? If I'm thinking this, and I'm just a schmo doing a podcast, you know that people in Washington have looked at all of the different angles, and they know there are some people
1: in Texas who just aren't going to take this. Well, that's what they want to do. They want to incite you to where you go to violence to protect yourself because the government's not going to do it. They're stirring the pot right now to get those coals to ember up and start building a fire because, you know, ultimately, and we've talked about this before. I'm not going to go into the rant again, but we've talked about their ultimate thing is to take away your guns. They want to take away your Second Amendment rights. And how many words are in the Second Amendment? Oh, I don't know. Ten or less. Maybe maybe. No more than fifteen, but you know, a well maintained a regulated militia, uh, being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms, but uh, shall not be infringed. So now in it's words, as simple as that, folks. It's not anything more than that. That's all it is. You know, now they'll say, well, it doesn't me- mention semi-automatic rifles. Well, they did well, you not know have. They didn't have those back then. And besides that, you know, that's not what's doing this. Well, you know what Joe says?
0: Joe says all the time, well, you can't have a cannon. You know, it says, no, you actually can have a cannon. Yeah, you
1: can have a cannon. And if I can find one that I can afford, I'm going to put it right in my front yard and hang a sign, Joe Biden. Yeah, you this know, this one's for you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know this uh, balls for you, Bucko. No, I, I'm not, I wouldn't do that. that. I don't. That's a threat. I
0: don't know where we're going right now with all of this. I I do think it's a much more complicated situation than it's being presented as. You know, finally, like I said, MSNBC is. Begrudgingly uh, covering it, now they're they're showing a little uh, concern with their reporting. Like, oh, wait a second, this could be bad for our country. Maybe we should cover this. I mean, it's only taken them two years to do this. And when President Trump was talking about it, they made fun of him. You know, the wall, oh, that's ridiculous. He couldn't even get the $6 billion he needed to build the wall. In the meantime, they're sending over baskets of money to the Ukraine so that they can protect their borders. But we can't protect ours thanks to the Democrats. And I'm sorry, if you are a Democrat and you, you're offended by this, I would suggest that you reconsider what you're doing right now. I don't think, by the way, the Republican Party is necessarily the, the answer either, because in many cases, they've fallen down on the job, too. But I well, think you know, both parties have a problem.
1: Well, yeah, they do. I mean, but I would ask the Democrats, where have all the real Democrats gone? Because when this country was founded, going back to the Second Amendment there, you know, Obviously, you would today say, Oh, those were right wing idiots. Actually, uh, the Democratic Party is the oldest party we got. And so they were around shortly after that and they were all for this. It's never been a problem until now, but the Democratic Party has been swinging far left. So where have all the Democrats, the true Democrats, gone? Or are you just maybe a, a few, a handful, and the rest of you? are liberal, seething idiots. Uh, I, well, the, which are you?
0: The the Democrats, um, I think the average Democrat is, uh, isn't is paying attention. Maybe they're starting to pay attention now.
1: They should. But Open he, your eyes. But
0: you know, there's a lot of things that are going to alienate the, the rank-and-file Democrat from the leadership, and I'll tell you what I think they are. I think the border situation is one. I think the border uh, being opened up like it is right now and having all of these strangers invade our country, good and bad, but a lot of bad. Uh, I think that's going to irritate a lot of the rank-and-file Democrat. I think that this promotion of, uh, of uh, paying money for you know, reparations to the uh, ancestors of uh, slaves is going to be something which alienates a lot of rank and file. A lot of yeah. rank and file are going to say, "Wait a second, you know, when they were slaves in this country, my family wasn't even here yet. They were in Ireland or England." Yeah, a-
1: so my you better pay me back. But you know, if you want to go with reparations, all right, let's go with reparations. But while we're looking into your lineage, let's look and see if there was any misbehavior in that uh, lineage where money is owed back to the state, or. Or there were criminal uh, wrongdoings that were not paid for. Well, well since you're the surviving ancestry, yeah. maybe you should do the jail time.
5: If, uh, if, that's
1: it's fair. If I find out that, that your ancestor killed
0: my an, uh, ancestor, one of my ancestors, can I go after you for reparations? I mean, it's not a racial reparation, but shouldn't I be repaid for the damage you did to my family?
1: Yeah, I, I say reparations for all. And let's go ahead and take it away from just money. Let's make it about punishment. In other words, if somebody got away with a crime, and we know they got away with a crime, and they never served time for that crime, let's go ahead and prosecute their uh, their history. I got and one for bring you. Bring it forward to you, and you pay for
0: it. If I if my ancestor uh, drowned on the Titanic, uh, should I be able to go back and sue England? Yeah, you for should. for uh, making a ship that they said was unsinkable, and then having it sink and kill my ancestor.
1: Well, you could sue the church too, you know, because uh, you know God created everything, and including the iceberg that sunk the Titanic. <laughs> so, you know, church owes it. So, you know, this could get ridiculous. Yeah, that was a ridiculous <laughs> statement, but the point is, you know, how far down? Talk about a rabbit hole. Do you want to go? That's a rabbit hole. Dig it. Well, you know, the thing is. I think that if
0: they do the reparation thing, it's going to end up in the Supreme Court, and if the if the makeup of the Supreme Court doesn't change, then I think that they will they will get it thrown out. But I, I the Democrats are doing their best to change that makeup. They're trying to get Clarence Thomas off the Supreme Court. One of well, the got to finest- do it
1: before the election because or before the change of you know, administration party. Yeah. Administration, because unless they have a Democrat in place and if they get one in place, the Supreme court is gone for the Republicans. I can tell you that right now, uh, because they're going to, once they get that taste of blood in their, their mouths that they got rid of Thomas, they're going to go after, it'll be a liberal Mm -hmm. Supreme court and that will stick around. And this is decades. This isn't my family's democratic
0: party. This isn't your family's Democratic Party. This is socialism, friends. This is socialism. You can call it anything you want, but it's socialism. It is not the the party of John Kennedy, which my family was a, a part of. As a matter of fact, my dad, God bless him, He was asked by John Kennedy to be a part of his 1960 presidential run. My dad was a politician and an attorney back in Massachusetts. He was very successful, and he knew John Kennedy from—they used to go out and campaign. My dad was running for an elected office. John Kennedy was running for senator, and they would see each other on the trail. They became friends, and John Kennedy asked my dad to help him with his campaign. God's truth. Went to Hyannisport, did the whole thing. But he, my dad said, no, it would take up too much time away from my family. John Kennedy appreciated that. But the point I'm trying to make is I don't come from a Republican family. And by the way, I don't think the Republican Party necessarily in its state right now is necessarily the answer. Because I think no. they've done a lot of turncoat things, i.e. Mitt Romney and his uh, ilk. Uh, they are not... Uh, the same kind of Republican as, let's say, a Donald Trump. You know, you don't like Donald Trump because of his hair or his attitude. I understand that, but you gotta love him for his policies. You gotta you know, love if him you want to sit there
1: and you want to take apart. You know, everybody for their indiscretions and everything. And I'm not saying you know some of them aren't aren't true, but I'm not. I am saying that all of them are not true. And I will tell you this. You look at Biden, oh, boy, does he have some, you know, some stuff under his his rug. You look at Clinton, come on, let's not even deny that. You know, you look at uh, Obama, well, there's some questionable stuff there. I could keep going on and on and on and on, Republicans and Democrats alike. Nobody is without, you know, sin uh, when it comes to that regard. So don't even sit there and say, well, but he's got more. Whoa. You have proof? Well, I heard it on the news. I got to tell you. You believe in the news? Joe Biden, yesterday, he,
0: made a, he made a statement um, with Pete Buttigieg about airlines, and he came out. Oh, by the way, he made sure that the New York Post was not allowed to that press conference. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know of other times when presidents have— uh, excluded certain members of the press from press conferences. Even when President Trump wanted to get Jim Acosta kicked out of a press conference One, once, they raised hell about it. Do you remember? And uh, they had to, uh, Trump had to allow him to all of the press conferences. But you're not seeing that happen in reverse right now with Biden because Biden just summarily said the New York Post isn't allowed. But anyway, with uh, Pete Buttigieg, he... Uh, First of all, he came out and he, and he said this.
3: As we approach Memorial Day this weekend uh, and Memorial M- Day weekend, I'm rushing
0: it. Hear what he said? As we approach Memorial Day this weekend. <laughs> river, river, I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> Memorial Day this weekend. No, Joe, it's not this I need weekend. I ice cream. It's not this weekend. By the way, this guy doesn't look at all like the Joe Biden that I grew up watching. I'm, I'm sorry, you look at Joe Biden now and Joe Biden of 20 years ago, uh, I don't know, friends. It doesn't look like the same guy. I'm just saying. Now, maybe he's had a lot of facial reconstruction. I don't know. Maybe it's not even the same guy. I don't know. Here's what else he said yesterday. Listen.
3: That's why I'm announcing a second critical step today to protect American consumers. Later this year, my administration will propose a historic new rule that will make it mandatory, not voluntary, but mandatory, for all U.S. airlines to compensate you with meals, hotels, taxis, rideshares, and rebooking fees, and cash, miles, and or travel vouchers whenever they're the ones to blame for the cancellation or delay. And that's all on top of refunding the cost of your ticket. Airline passengers in Canada, for example, and the European Union, and other places already get these compensations. And guess what? It works.
0: I got to tell you, it's going to kill the airline industry. I don't, first of all, I don't believe his comment about uh, Canada right now. I just don't think that's true. Joe has been known to make statements like that, you know, that
1: aren't verifiable. Okay, so. I think I saw a number 21 lies. In the past two weeks, <laughs> that's good. Somebody's keeping track. I like that. Yeah, if you. Yeah, but you know, d- does does Rachel Maddow or anybody in the news? No, they're sitting there saying that Trump is having a get together, and uh, he's inviting Nazis. Now, I looked at the list, you know, and I'm going like, okay, these are judges and people of prominence, and, and she's calling them Nazis. Is that not defamation of character? I mean, I could call her a few names too, but yeah, then but I would she doesn't get- care.
0: She doesn't care. These people have gone so far over the edge. You know, there was a time, we talked about this on our show, when, when you call somebody a racist, it meant something. You know, back in the days of uh, Martin Luther King, if you said that person is a racist, it you knew exactly what they were talking about. It wasn't an idle, you know, uh, adjective you just threw around at your
1: leisure like it is today. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, why you talk about reparations... When you're, stalking, you're calling people Nazis, is that, that not a pr- put down on somebody of German descent? Of course it is. Well, I'm German. I want money for it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't born during World War II, but you know what? Yeah. I'm suffering from, you know, your racism. Yeah, you're being, you're and being racist. are I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah. I Rachel, um, Biden.
0: I don't know. Uh, I think these people figure that it's all hands on deck right now because they're concerned with the the latest polling that just came out yesterday that Trump is, is kicking butt and taking names. Even with all of the negative stuff being thrown at him, he is miles ahead of even DeSantis. He's at least twice as many uh, people uh, wanting him to be in office as opposed to Ron DeSantis.
1: And, so. you know, DeSantis is actually starting to lean more right. He wants... You know, he wants to do away with all kinds of gun control in the state of Florida, where you can you can carry without a concealed carry. Uh, he's, he's doing a lot of things to the right. They're going, oh, what a lefty he is. It's a big mistake. Well, they're afraid of, uh, of him and, and what he's trying to do. As far as Trump goes, though,
0: mm-hmm.
1: now, I believe that even even people that say, well, maybe he's guilty of something, and he should be charged, but he needs to be the president because they know – that even it was a, le- it was MSNBC. As a matter of fact, it made the comment that was going, well, you know, we had secure borders. We had a better economy. We had cheaper gas. We had this. We had that. So they realize that. But why should he be in jail? They have no, they
0: just want him in jail for something, but they don't know exactly what they can get him well, in jail for. Well, you know what they
1: want to do? They want to Epstein him. That's what they want to do because they know that the only way that they can put the, 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 to quell the crowd is to kill their Frankenstein. And Trump is their Frankenstein. And he's a monster to them because he can sit there and upset their apple cart. They want him gone or they're going to uh, find another reason to lock him in jail. Or do whatever, you know, but they want to eliminate him from the planet.
0: I'm glad you mentioned Epstein because I wanted to ask you, we talked about this yesterday, uh, a billionaire has bought Epstein Island. And my question yesterday, and I still can't get over this, is it's like still a crime scene. It's still like a worldwide crime scene. Well, Well, the evidence goes away. Why would they have sold the crime scene? Shouldn't that have been preserved so that, they could go back and investigate exactly what was on that island, and and uh, or do you think it's more? Oh, you know
1: what? Maybe the democrats want to turn it into an amusement theme park. Hey, the, come on the, out to Epstein Island, ride yes. the big bears. Well, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, yeah, there, there, there's the Schumer slide, and there's well, the Bill they do Clinton want to. The,
0: the guy said he wants to make it into a luxury resort. A luxury resort? that's what he wants to do Oh yeah. Well,
1: to- you know, now think about it. A luxury resort. So it's going to be the rich oligarchs that get to go there. And who went to the island before? Rich oligarchs for what? Hmm. Yeah. Let me think about that. I'll get back to you on it. But
0: I... I- you know, a lot of people think that Epstein is still alive. You know that. You know that a lot of people think that Jeffrey Epstein uh, wasn't actually murdered in his cell. That he So was
1: maybe when they, when they totally take over, the, he'll come back out because he is their hero. Because, you know, the, okay, it's conspiracy theory. I admit it. You know, the oh, left is into trafficking. What do they and, say about
0: conspiracy theorists? They're conspiracy theories until they're proven to be true.
1: Hey, you know what? All these kids that came over across the border and they were bussed out and flown out, you know, we quit talking about it. Where the hell are they? Oh, that's right. They, they're probably... You don't want to say it. Shh! They're in some kind of sex camp, you know, for the highest bidder. Oh yeah. But, you know, you if know, somebody would crack the y- internet. They can probably. Y- you find you the have website. to
0: understand what Bill just said is so true. We are one of the leading child
1: sex trafficking countries in the world. No, that's wrong. We are the leading sex trafficker of children in the world. Number one. Okay, with a bullet. Uh, with a bullet. That is a fact. Look it up. Well, we, we,
0: so all of these That's kids... That's a sad statement. All of these kids coming across the border without their parents, by the way. Some of them, by the way, are being escorted by people who say they are the parents, and they're not. They're escorts. Yeah. They're, taking them, they're taking them to these places so that they can be abused. They can be abused. And, you know, I'm sorry. This, is, this goes right to the... The the feet of the Clinton administration. Oh, yeah. They are allowing this sex trafficking, this child pornography, sex trafficking. They are allowing it. Was it you that was talking to me this morning about the number of
1: investigations the FBI did without a warrant? 120,000, I believe, in the past year they've investigated without a warrant, without anybody knowing that they were being investigated... Which, wow. quite honestly, is a violation of the Constitution. So let's see here. The, our, our, our spy agency, the FBI, spies right. on you, and 120000 is what they admitted to. Yeah. But, you know, you got an Alexa or any kind of Google device in your house? It's listening to you well, right gotta now. Well, I got to
0: tell so. you, you say that. It's interesting. I have a driveway that needs to be resealed, right? So I did a search looking for asphalt companies in my area right just did a search an innocent little thing want to see who's out there doing what in my area with you know and what happened all of a sudden i have ads popping up on Everywhere. my br- on my
1: browser on every exactly right about have these have you diff- ever have you ever not done a search and you might be having a conversation like you know i live here with my son You know, my son's here going to college. Right. But we have conversations, and not really political conversations, but we talk about, well, we're looking to buy another house, or we're doing this, or we're doing that. And all of a sudden, I, you know, get on the Internet to do some research for, you know, hey, what's in the news, so at least I have a general idea. And then all of a sudden, everything is popping up. Now, one of the things I thought about, I said, well, you know what, I'm going to buy some land and build some rental properties on it. I Was thinking about doing that. And all yeah. of a sudden, I'm getting all this stuff, and I'm going. I did not research this. Why is it on my computer? I'm hey, going. Go,
0: go to Amazon oh. sometime and just look for look for something like just a casual. Uh, I I want a new camera or something like that. And all of a sudden, later on, you'll start getting ads for all these different types of cameras out there. it's amazing. Nothing is private anymore. Nothing
1: is you private. Know, you- you're talking about uh, the, the the child trafficking and everything. You know, we're, we're, we do the, We're number one in child trafficking in the world, and we talk about if you've got any ounce of Judeo Christian values, right? Christian values. So you believe there is a God. Yep. If you've got an ounce of that in you, uh, just remember, we're a country that's number one in child trafficking. So we're not a God-fearing country, not so much anymore. You know, um, you know, in God we trust. Hey, Apparently listen. we
0: don't. Listen, I was just reading yesterday about a Catholic church in New York City that it has a demonstration, a display on transgenderism and religion, right? it, it, and it's on the altar. Now I want to tell you something. They, they were, they contacted the diocese, the reporter did who did this story, and the diocese said, no, no, the Catholic Church only believes in the two genders that God has given us, male and female, and that's it. But we understand that some churches might have a different view. And I'm thinking, wait a second, flag on the play. No, 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 no. First of all, every single church in the diocese of New York, right, are owned by the Catholic diocese. They're not separate entities. So they're marching to somebody's right. orders. So somebody, in all honesty, all the Catholic Church has to say is, take those pictures off the altar and stop promoting that uh, that theory in our church. And if you don't do it, we're going to replace the priest
1: in that church. It's as simple as that, but they're not doing it. Look, I don't care how you identify I really don't. Now, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to rub, rub my heterosexuality in your face. Don't rub your sexuality. Well, that's
0: what it is, Bill. In that's my what, face. That, that's what it is, what you just said. Uh, I'm with you. You can be whatever you want to be. You can be whatever you want to be. You can dress any way you want to dress. That's your business. But don't make it look like I'm abnormal. Because I don't believe in that philosophy. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, it's not just good enough that you're allowing us to live our own life. You're not joining us in our campaign. You're not becoming a believer in what we do.
1: That's what they're trying to do. And they're trying to get your kids to believe in that, They want to normalize it. Well, look at Chelsea Quinn. You know, I was going to make uh, one point here. You know, the problem with far-left extreme liberalists, is they procreate. Take Chelsea Clinton, for example. You know, where she was in, uh, what was it, uh, Marina Del Rey in California, she was talking about, well, kids that have not been vaccinated need to be vaccinated. This in the face of the fact that tens of thousands, we're talking epidemic proportions that were bigger than when the virus started, are dying because of the multiple vaccinations, but she thinks we need to go back and mandatorily take your rights away of your children and give them to the state, the government, to say, you'll get vaccinated.
6: I do think, though, you know, when you ask about the role of public-private partnerships kind of uh, after the last few years, I think we spend so much time, understandably, uh, focused on the mRNA vaccines and technologies. I spend a lot of time thinking about um, the really... uh, Unfortunate to try to use a not uh, too judgmental word, Um, kind of rise in not only kind of vaccine hesitancy and questioning, but outright kind of um, rejection of vaccines and of kind of science and the scientific kind of process and also. Too often on our scientists, our epidemiologists, our frontline healthcare workers. And so I do think um, we need to have a much more robust conversation um, and sense of urgency uh, because I think we are less prepared today than we were arguably um, in January of 2020, partly because of the kind of um, lack of, of trust and confidence in. Uh, in not only our scientists, um, but in in science itself, um, and certainly in the public health professionals, and so I think we need kind of the public sector to hopefully stop doing things like stripping away public health emergency powers from state public health agencies. But we also need the private sector to help, candidly, like do a better job of helping explain kind of the science um, that you are already commercializing and bringing. To market, but also what you're working on, and and help us kind of in the broader conversation, um, not be uncomfortable with the discomfort of uncertainty. Um, and so, I do think we need really good ideas for how best to do that, um, because we all deserve to hopefully not be as unprepared as I worry we are um, at the moment. And the last thing I'll say is. Uh, A new effort that we're a part of uh, is the new initiative launched by the World Health Organization last week to try to catch kids up on their routine immunizations. In 2021 alone, more than 25 million kids under the age of one missed at least one routine immunization. And so we're working with WHO and the Gates Foundation and others uh, to hopefully have the largest uh, kind of childhood immunization effort ever over the next 18 months to catch as many kids up as possible Um, Because no one should die of polio or measles or pneumonia, including in this country, where we also need people to be vaccinating their kids. Absolutely.
0: It wasn't bad enough that we had to deal with Hillary and Bill for the last 30 years, right? Now Mm -hmm. this is the next generation coming along. And she wants your kids to be vaccinated, even if you don't want them to be vaccinated.
1: You know what I'm seeing here is I'm seeing the rich. We're listening to the rich passing the baton to their children because they are the rich and they think they control. Now, a lot of people looked at uh, the Kennedys as the royal family, but, you know, you had uh, history there with, uh, you know, the the theory of the mob getting involved in what, like, because they betrayed. Okay, besides that, you had the Bushes, Mm -hmm. you had dad and son in, so that was kind of a, a... you know, a royal family thing, but they had money. Where'd that money come from? Was it dark money? You got the Clintons that were, you know, butt cheek poor. And all of a sudden it got turned around and they got money coming in from everywhere. Hillary yeah. took a thousand bucks and turned it into a hundred thousand or a million, yeah, whatever it was. At the law firm <laughs> overnight, just like that. And evidence yep. that was damning against them. Well, it's funny how that room that held all the files on that floor of the law firm, that caught fire and nobody could get in there until everything was gone, all the evidence, and all the people that have been surrounded dead behind them, but they are worth millions and millions and millions, and you hear the 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 Clintons still in control and you're gonna see Chelsea run. You've got the uh, you've got the Obamas and Michelle now behind Barack, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, all of a sudden the United States dissolves into a NATO nation of the world. You know, that he runs for president of that. And then he's president of the world. And we can change all the rules uh-huh. and throw the Constitution out the door. You may see Obama's I mean,
0: kids running for office, too.
1: Yeah, you know, that's and it's all dark money. It's just like what's attacking Trump. Mm-hmm. And it was even said by MSNBC. Hey. And that is, it's dark money. Do you understand? That's not a racial thing. That means these are the Soroses and everyone else— that is paying to change the face of the world.
0: What I was going to ask you, and I forgot to ask you, so I'll ask you now, you know, Biden is going to make it mandatory for airlines to compensate passengers for delayed or canceled flights with free meals, hotels, taxis, uh, cash miles, and or travel vouchers, and that's all on top of the cost of refunding the ticket. Do you think it's going to help the airline industry, or is it going to tank it?
1: Well, it's going to tank it, and it's going to trickle down into uh, the rest of the societies. Hey, I'm sorry. Hold the pickles. Hold the lettuce. Lettuce special orders. Don't upset us. <laughs> hey, there was a piece of lettuce on. Now I want reimbursed for that burger. I want compensation for yeah. you know the shock of. And I want I'm another sorry, burger. That's an
0: exaggeration, but huh? And I want another burger.
1: I and want, I want another burger. You do it right, and if I see you spit in it or think you did,
0: yeah, you know, I'll do well, it again. Now, I think it's going to kill the airline industry because it's going to to end up landing in your lap. You know, I I, I was driving by uh, in the area where I live. There's a McDonald's on one side of the street, and there's a Burger King on the other side. And the Burger King has been around as long as the McDonald's, just about. I drove by yesterday, and the McDonald's is still in business, but the Burger King is closed. I'm thinking, boy, that's a sign of the times, isn't it? Things are starting
1: to you're seeing it physically change. Burger King is shutting down a lion's share of their stores this year. Wow. as a matter of fact, just so you have a heads up, I know we're running low on time, but Burger King is gonna be shutting down a lot of the restaurants. So is Mickey D's, so don't worry. They're they're in it too. A lot of restaurants are shutting down, mm-hmm. a lot of major stores. Lowe's are closing a lot of stores. So if you're uh, do it yourself for home improvement. Forget about it. You know, even though lumber price is down, the prices are going to go up because you're not going to have uh, the competition to buy it from. If you have any place to go at all, you're going to have to go out in the woods, cut your own lumber. Do you think
0: fast it. food will change? Do you see them delivering fast food to your house as opposed to you going to uh,
1: the fast food place? Well, I I think. Fast food is, for the most part, going to go away because, you know, there was a talk a few years ago they were going to sit there and start shutting down the stores anyway to where they don't cook it right there. They were going to buy one mass warehouse and all the stores share the same grills and same chefs. But the people that go in there and go, oh, I'm making a Wendy's burger this time. And they have the Wendy's wrappers and they they pull from the wow. Wendy meat pile. Or I'm gonna do a, a Burger King or I'm gonna do So what a do they meat, do? They shake
0: will they just heat it when they get to the restaurants?
1: No, it would be delivered right there from that oh, warehouse. It'll
0: go to your house. It'll be delivered yeah, to your front door. But it,
1: it will be, yeah, it'll be the Swansons of I guess the fast food industry, but they're gonna make every kind of burger there. That's what they want to do is oh automate it. But here's the, here's the question I have. I was sitting there driving home yesterday, and I got ru- almost run over by an Uber driver with a little Uber light, and I'm going like, <laughs> you know, and, and I applaud people going out and doing what they have to do. Now, Uber will buy you a car. You pay them back for it. They'll, they'll lease it for you uh, if you still want to do that instead of beating up your own car. little hint there for you. But uh, my point is if I wanted to drive a limousine and be a chauffeur, I need a chauffeur's license. Um, do they need a chauffeur license? Shouldn't they have a chauffeur's license? I mean, they aren't. I mean, if you're a ta- if
0: you're a taxi driver, you have to have a medallion, right? You have to yeah. have a license of sorts to be a taxi
1: so, driver. And yeah, because I know up in Boston, a few people that sit there and go, "Yeah, I need to make some money, so I put myself up on the Uber list, mm-hmm. and they hang the little light." And I'm going, "Oh, do you? Did you have to go to take a class or anything on that?" No, no, didn't. I'm like going. So how do they get away with it? Well, now, I'm not trying the, to poo-poo that industry, but I'm just saying we have a lot of weird things. These
0: going on. and other questions are going to have to be referred to our next program because we're out of time. Uh, but I could—I wanted to point out again, friends, uh, we're asking our listeners, no matter where you are, if you would to take a moment and to email us a very simple thing: just put on the email your location, all right? Just tell mm-hmm. us where you are, because it's, we're trying to figure out, with uh, we're trying to do something with our analytics, and it would be very helpful if you were to do this to help us out. All you have to do is go to uh, mail at itsanotherday.com and then put down uh, the name of the country or the state that you're listening to us in, all right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's all you got to do. Now, we've got a Facebook page, which is obviously... It's another day, so you can go to that one. And you know what? Like us there. We we do post the show on there, and you can make comments. We'll post more stuff on there. We uh, we want to get that up and running. And you'll probably see a link coming on there soon. As soon as either I get the web guy to go do that, or I do it uh, to CRN America. What is that? That's our our radio thing. It's basically it's it's a web radio station, but. It plays a week's worth of shows back to back to back to back. So we have that going on, too. So, uh, you know, you can contact us. Uh, we've got mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at crnamerica.com.
0: Our phone number, Use by the, the way, social sites. our phone number is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868, We are one day closer to Title 42 disappearing, but rest assured, uh, based upon... Uh, Mr. Mayorkas, our uh, director of Homeland Security, that everything is fine. Listen. The border is not open. It has not been open, and it will not be open subsequent to May 11th. guy's absolutely
1: out of his mind. What a liar.
0: Hey, friends, have a great Tuesday.
1: Bill, you stay well. In case you didn't. And in case you didn't know, May 11th. All hell breaks loose at the borders. That's true.
0: The border <laughs> is not open, it has not been open, and it will not be open subsequent to May 11th. He lies with such a straight face.
1: Have a He's great day. It. He is. You too.
0: The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only
5: have 260 million?